Welcome back to the Her Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Mel, and this is episode number 31. Today, we are going to chat about the fact that there is no one way or no right way of going somewhere. There's no one way of getting what you want. There's no one way of achieving an outcome. There are typically multiple ways of getting there. This episode topic was inspired by good old Google Maps. Google Maps and I are in a very committed relationship. I have a terrible sense of direction and geographical understanding. So Google Maps will take me, it is very rare I go a day without using Google Maps. Something I have noticed recently is that I also very rarely go the same way twice, which means I might go one route to get to a destination and then to come back home again, I'll go another route. It might only change by one or two streets, but it typically won't be the same way. I'm also currently living away from home base at the moment. And I've also found that Google Maps is constantly updating if I'm going somewhere Even if I've been to that place before, it will often send me in different directions. And I'm loving it because the view is amazing and you notice so many different things. But it just rang true. I still got to my destination. I still did it in the same amount of time. But it just really hit home that there is really no one way of getting to where we want to go. Now, we see this when it comes to health. There are some people that are really black and white in in which way to do something. How are you going to lose weight the fastest? How are you going to feel good the fastest? How are you going to insert out, be the strongest the fastest? And typically there's no teleporting available for us at the moment. So there's also no teleporting available for us in the realm of health. I don't even like the word health anymore because it doesn't mean anything on a global sense. Health is really down to the individual. And what it means, I think, is to feel really fucking good in our body. If you are healthy, you feel really good. And if you are not healthy, you typically don't feel good. So we're going to talk about how there is no right way to feeling really good. When I was working as a full-time exercise physiologist, we we could get a referral under a team healthcare plan. Now, what that meant is that you would refer, you were referred to multiple people and they would form a team to help you achieve an outcome. So you would have exercise physiology, you would have dietetics, you would have physio, chiro, there would be multiple different people under allied health that they would come together and advise a treatment plan, which is in theory, fantastic. It's taken us a long time to get recognized by Medicare to bring these health professions together to discuss in a team arrangement. But it also leaves, I found, leaves the patient really fucking overwhelmed because typically when we're getting these healthcare plans, we're really not feeling good. 
we're feeling very overwhelmed with where we're at and they need a solution right here and right now, not in three, six, 12 months time. So these overwhelmed, chronically in so much pain and confusion and misunderstanding, people come in and us as allied health professionals are like, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. And we are educating, we're giving action tasks, we're just pouring information at the patients, which again, in theory, is great because these services are available. But when you speak to the individual, it's really hard. Can you imagine trying to learn a language overnight? If I were to say to you, hey, I've got tickets for you to go to France tomorrow, you're getting on a plane The problem is I couldn't find your hotel. So you're going to be staying with a French family. They don't speak any English. Are you going to be able to speak French overnight? Are you going to be able to speak French in three weeks, 12 weeks, even 12 months? The answer is probably no. So why do we try and shove all of this information on an individual in the hope that they will speak fluent, I feel fucking good overnight. It's just not possible. So we find it leads to more frustration, more overwhelm and more inwardness because it really, it because we're trying to change so many external measures, we just, and we can't, or we can't keep up with it sometimes. It really draws us inwards and it really almost gets us to repel any of these external things. And in that, we typically revert back to what we know, which what we know has led us to where we are in the first place, which is not feeling fucking good. So how do we start to realize what is the right way? How do we start to see for ourselves and build the steps in starting to feel really fucking good? Do we start with mindset? Do we start with food? Do we start with exercise? Or do we do it the allied health way and just try and do it all at once? There is no right way. Typically when we start to figure out for ourselves what we want to do and where we want to start, it's because we've linked it to an activity of success before. For example, if you've lost weight doing um, the 80, 20 diet, or if you've lost weight doing really high intensity exercise, your brain knows that's a familiar way to get to what you want. And it will really try and tell you that that's the only answer. The only thing is while you might've achieved your weight loss goal for a period of time, one, it wasn't sustainable. You know, you're not that weight now. But also, all it taught you was to put your blinkers on, do the thing, the external thing, so the diet or the thing that you could tick the box for. It didn't actually teach you anything about yourself or what it really felt, what it really meant to feel good at your core and keep up with that consistently. We know that life comes in cycles and, um, peaks and flows, and that we can't always stay consistent all the time. But what we can do is see this 
externally and know that we go through different seasons, different stages and be able to match our body internally, our very, the core essence of who we are to these ebbs and flows and these cycles that are going on. When we constantly rely on things like diets or, you know, being consistent in the gym or um, seeing regular allied health or um, appointments, we really fail to take responsibility for where we are and that role that we play in our own act of feeling really good. And this is what can be really uncomfortable to go, right, where am I at right now? What do I need right now? What's the thing that I need to focus on and learn for myself right now to help me move forward? And if you were to be really honest with yourself, it's probably not all of the things. Like you're probably not going to go, yeah, I need to do exercise. I need to eat this. I need to um, relax more. I need to journal. I need to book in with this person there's probably one answer that's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Like if you were really patient with yourself and just sat there in silence for 15 seconds and asked yourself, what's the one thing I really need to learn to be fluent in? What's the thing that came to mind? And that's, that's probably the first step. Now, if you were to call your best friend and ask them the same question, they might not have the same answer. And that is because there is no one way of getting there. There is only your way of getting there. You are going to be your own Google Maps. You are going to be your own updater of routes and you are going to be your own internal compass of where you need to go and what you need to do. And that can feel really tricky when all you know and all your brain knows is successful is external things. So like I said, the ticking off exercise and being consistent, the ticking off and sticking within guidelines of a certain diet or the ticking off of appointments. And if you're going to them, you're being successful you've not actually learned what it feels like to do these things for yourself and one, really celebrate and cherish that, that use your own dial as 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 a compass and know in which way you're moving. This is where the basics come in. And they're called basics for a reason. And I feel like I repeat this over and over again because it seems too simple and it is simple. But the act of actually being with yourself and using yourself as that compass is not fucking simple because you're not used to it. You don't speak fluent self yet. You speak fluent diet. You speak fluent exercise. You might even speak fluent, fuck, why am I not here yet? Why am I doing this again? Everywhere, I'm a terrible eavesdropper. I'm a terrible eavesdropper. Full, I take full ownership of this. And whenever I'm out in public at a cafe or a restaurant or even just going for a walk, I am not joking. 75, 80% of the conversations I hear other people having are about health, wellness, or medical appointments. It is not a strange topic to be talking about or like really diving into why like the different 
pipes that people are going into or the people, the different um, things that people were trying. Like we've really started as a, uh, a conversation as a culture to really, and it's good, again, it's good that we're using these things uh, to put ourselves first and start to voice how we feel. But the thing that we're missing out on is really understanding what these things mean for ourselves. And if we're constantly speaking fluent, why the fuck is this happening to me? And not without even really getting to know me and understand, and I don't mean me, obviously, I mean you, and really starting to put the pieces together for ourselves, we're not going to get anywhere. So what are the things that we do to really start to be okay with figuring these things out for ourselves. If we don't have a history of knowing what it means to feel good on our own, we're not going to be a, we're we're never going to stop relying on these, we're never going to stop chasing these external measures as a crutch, as something to lean on, as a indicator that we're doing well or not doing well. Because when we don't have the history or we don't have the data within us to go, oh, that is what it feels to feel good or that is what it feels to that is right and that is wrong from an internal standpoint, not from a global or societal standpoint. So this is where we pull in the basics. The basics work because they are simple. The basics work because they can be done repeatedly and the basics work because they don't have to start in one particular place. When we really start to see that all we've ever done is measure ourselves from an outside perspective. And I've done this in so many different avenues. I did this going to university I did this, you know, the teachers would mark an assignment. I will never forget (laughs) getting my first high distinction. I will never forget it. It was in one of my um, neurology subjects and I had it like I was pretty much a credit girl. Like I didn't just pass, but like, and I dangle in the distinctions, but I pretty solidly floated on a C and I remember getting my first HD and writing the assignment and I it's my third year of university and technically fourth because I started a year in on another subject so you know technically my fourth year of university and for the first time in my university life someone had told me how to write an um essay and it was you know you write your um you write your main sentence, you put in some, you put in a reference that supports this and then you write your article, like you write your piece on how the two are linked or something like that. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to write a whole assignment just using this formula, like literally paragraphs of this formula. And I remember handing this assignment in and going, this is not going to end well. I got the assignment back, looked, logged into my online portal, saw the high distinction sitting there. I could not for the life of you tell you what I wrote that assignment on. Could not for the life of you tell. 
life of me, life of you, whatever the saying is, tell you what I wrote that assignment on. But because I followed the formula, I got a high distinction. If that isn't an example of allowing the outside world to dictate what the result is, I don't know what is. I did this when I first got my PCOS diagnosis. Cut sugar, make sure you uh, watch your weight and, um, you know, go on the pill and we'll talk about it if you ever want to fall pregnant. So I just did those things. Ended up feeling really shitty for it too. I constantly dieted from the age of 18 to 30. I was constantly looking for another diet. I was constantly looking for another avenue of something that I could take control in what was going to tell me that I was being healthy and fit and worthy. And it wasn't until I hit a goal, I, I, it wasn't until I really hit my goal weight, I was in the most per- quote-unquote perfect relationship, I was in a really good job, I was doing all these things, and I was like, you know what, I'm still fucking miserable and I don't feel good in my body. But again, I was ticking the boxes when it came to exercise. I was ticking the boxes in terms of what I was eating. I was ticking the boxes in terms of how I was supposed to be living my life. And I did not feel fucking good on the inside. I started with food. I started with food to feel good because I tried so many things when it came to food and it didn't make sense to me. I didn't just start with food. Let's get that. Let's I food and my body. So I started using the pro metabolic principles. So my body temperature, my cycle, my skin, my digestion and eating with the food to really start to see what I could do and change within my body and learn about my body, not even change with my body, learn about my body. And when I started to see these, when I stopped starting to tick boxes and actually started to check in with myself on a daily basis, you know, my body temperature, that's a pretty fucking good way of checking in and going, Hey, how are you feeling today? And then apply and then adjusting everything else accordingly. And from there, things built. And by things, I meant my practices, my practices around feeling really good, my practices in understanding what it meant to feel really good. I think that's another really big thing. I was having this conversation with a client this week around the fact that she feels really happy. And if I were to ask her that when we first started working together, she wouldn't even have known what that meant to feel really happy or use that as a measure towards getting what she wants and how she is moving forward in her day to day. Because we're in this place of constantly externally measuring and constantly asking for feedback from our outside world. Now, again, if I were to use Google Maps here, of course, there is, I'm using Google Maps as a guidance to go, hey, what's my next move? Google Maps is going to say, yeah, cool. We suggest you turn right here. And when you don't turn right, it corrects your path for you. 
Now we don't have, like I said, we don't have that internal Google Google Maps and go, right, we didn't take that turn. What's next? We have to articulate that for ourselves. But the only way that we're going to start articulating that for ourselves is by understanding what it means for us from an internal point to feel really good and start to build that process for ourselves. I can give you all of the information that I have on food and our body. I can give you all the information and program exercise programs. I can give you all of the mindset tools. I give all of my clients a really extensive reading list and I'm like, go and further your knowledge. But if you don't start applying the things for yourself, you are not going to know what it means to build up your own tool set and build up your own map to feeling good, but feeling good within the cycles of life, feeling good within the ebbs and flows of life. So we're going to wrap up this episode right here. But what I would really love to know from you is if you had to sit with yourself for a moment and ask yourself, what, how do I know when I feel really good? And I mean, really good from an internal level, not from, oh, I ticked the boxes level. Like what makes you feel really good inside and what makes you feel like you are on the right path? If you found this episode useful, please share it with someone else you think might need to hear it in their ears. If you have any questions or takeaways, please slide into my DMs and let me know. Until next time, team.